It's time for the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole, the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty, serving you throughout the triangle, teaching you about the ins and outs when it comes to buying or selling a home. You can find the team online by going to acolerealty.com. That's A-C-O-L-E, realty.com, or by calling 919-578-3128. That's 919-578-3128. And now it's time for one of the top realtors in the triangle, Angie Cole, and the Savvy Realtor Podcast. Before we dive into everything, Angie, just want to uh, bring up a little thing that was uh, kind of cool to see Raleigh mentioned in the uh, the national news that maybe builds it up a little bit too big, but there was a Realtor.com study that came out talking about the uh, hottest zip codes of 2020. So looking at all the data so far from 2020, they identified America's hottest zip codes of this year so far, and Raleigh, a zip code in Raleigh, made the list. Uh, it was number 10, but it made the top 10. Uh, zip code 27604 mm-hmm. made the list. And that's, I guess, what kind of like off of Capitol Boulevard, northeast Raleigh kind of direction. Is that right? Um, yeah, that, that's exactly correct. You know, just honestly, all of Raleigh is just booming. Our whole triangle is booming. So, uh, but yeah, it was really neat to to see that we made the top 10. I'm assuming that they probably choose that maybe by like appreciation in the market, how many like closings and sales there, you know, there have been uh, in relation to other zip codes. But yeah, I mean, that's that's definitely a booming area. Yeah, it, they kind of listed it as saying um, the demand is, is surging and homes are flying off the market. Um, 100%. Identified as like sometimes within hours of being listed. Uh, but it also said we're not talking about necessarily the most expensive locations. It's just hot locations. Yeah. So they said. I was a, going to say it's like that prime uh, spot as far as price point goes. Yeah. You know, I bet their average price point now. We need to look it up. I'd probably say it's closer to maybe like a two fifty mark, where the average in our triangle MLS is more about like a three fifteen or so. So you know they're below that three hundred mark, which you know there's a lot of buyers out there that are in that price bracket. So yeah, I mean limited inventory, driving. The prices up and homes are selling super super quick. Look at you! You were spot on, Angie. I'm I'm reading in the literature here. It says that the places on the top ten tend uh-huh. to offer uh, less expensive homes, less okay. expensive price per square foot for those yep. homes, but also still spacious abodes. Yeah, and yep. all of that in relation to their respective suburbs. So in well, comparison to others, and I didn't codes, even cheat. <laughs> you didn't even cheat. So uh, con- considered to be bargains, and that's why they are selling right. like hotcakes so yep. yeah go most for, definitely yeah go no, 27604 yeah convenient <laughs> to everything too out of curiosity some of the other uh places on the list were springfield virginia uh was number nine number eight was uh worcester massachusetts uh number seven was hudson new hampshire a lot of northeast places by the way six was topeka kansas Five, South Portland, Maine, which is a beautiful area up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, number four, Melrose, Massachusetts. Three was Rochester, New York. So over half the list in the Northeast. And then your top two were uh, Reynoldsburg, Ohio, and uh, which looks to be like kind of central Ohio, I would say. And then Colorado Springs, Colorado was number one. I actually just talked to two people yesterday that said they were planning on moving to Colorado Springs. So that was kind interesting. of interesting. Yeah. 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 
kind of funny. But anyway, that's the top 10 hottest zip codes in America, one in Raleigh making the list. So way to go, Raleigh. That's pretty cool. Uh, let's dive into some questions on today's show from listeners throughout the area, Angie. Uh, first one comes to us this week from Danny. Danny is in Cary. And if you want to submit a question to be featured on a future show, you can do that by going to acolerealty.com and contacting us through the site. We bought our home only a few years ago and feel like our interest rate is pretty low. How much lower would a refinance need to be for it to really make sense to go forward with it? I don't want to do all that paperwork again, but I should bite the bullet if it's worth it. Yeah, and I, I feel like I don't know the exact number, but I would say if it's a half of a point or more of a difference, it probably makes sense. Um, just remember that there are closing costs, which are minimal, but there are closing costs in order to refinance. And so you need to make sure that the change in your interest rate is significant enough so that it does make sense to do that change. We actually personally, we looked at refinancing our personal home and the change of our interest rate was not significant enough. I think there was only like a 0.38 or so change. And our lender actually advised us, said, don't waste your time. So I would say at least a half of a point. Of course, you know, I'm seeing many people get way more than that, which is just amazing. Um, so it doesn't hurt to just have that conversation, speak with our preferred lender, who we use Jonathan Ellis with Fairway, um, and he can give you some guidance on whether or not a refinance makes sense for you. Yeah, actually, a really helpful thing to do, Danny, might be to download the mortgage app that uh, Jonathan has provided us with to provide to you guys as listeners to this show. And you can actually get pre-qualified on the app. You can get in touch with Jonathan directly from there. Uh, you can also find out the latest interest rates and compare that to uh, kind of you know what you have currently and see if it would be worthwhile. There's some calculators on there and some other helpful pieces of information and you can kind of keep tabs with uh, real estate and mortgage news as well um, as you know things change and fluctuate and go up and down. So that might be really worth checking out. Anybody, if you'd like to download that mortgage app, all you have to do is text the word SAVVY to the number 21,000. Again, text the word SAVVY, S-A-V-V-Y, to the number 21,000. We'll text you right back with a link that you can click on, and you'll see a button there where you can download that mortgage app and get more information on that part of the real estate process. So might be helpful to you, Danny, to do that. Again, just text the word SAVVY to the number 21,000. Great question. Uh, Angel has a question for us today. Angel's in Clayton and says, we need to sell our home but I don't want anyone coming in. Is it possible to go through a completely virtual sale through the whole process? Um, no. <laughs> um, <clears throat> I was going to say yes when it comes to showings. I mean, we could do it virtual, but you are going to really just eliminate a lot of potential buyers. Mm -hmm. um, I know there is still definitely the scare of COVID right now. We're aware of that and we want to be definitely, you know, cautious. But I would say the average buyer is wanting to get into homes right now. But when you mentioned throughout the whole process, the reason why that is not feasible is buyers have the right, of course, to have an, like inspectors go through. And if financing is part of the contract and appraisal is required, the appraisal has to get into the home unless it's a random drive-by appraisal. But those are kind of minimal. So there are times throughout the process that someone has to come into your home. So um, Angel, I understand that, you know, it's not convenient. It's a headache. I always tell people selling a home is never fun, right? It's always the end result though. But we definitely need to allow 
vendors come through, the buyer to come through. Um, and I would also highly advise to just allow showings in the beginning because that's going to get you an offer a lot quicker. It's going to get you the most money for your home. Um, so you do need to make your home readily available for showings. Yeah, it's a really good question, Angel. Uh, it's just one that that there unfortunately are still going to be times where people need to get in there. If, if you want the best for yourself and the best for the situation and the best for selling your home, we have to make some allowances for those kinds of things. And, you know, I think there's still some pretty safe ways we can, you know, uh, you've been taking great strides, Angie, to make people comfortable with the process from the very beginning of the, the pandemic to try and help them feel comfortable with all the different moving parts. And I feel like most people, Angel, have been able to uh, come around to allowing some of that interaction in person or at least at least a middle ground. Maybe there's some compromise that can be done here, Angie, but probably not a way to eliminate it completely. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I mean, you said it just perfectly. So, I mean, that would be the best of the best if we could, uh, you know, handle a sale that way. But, you know, that's just not realistic. So we definitely need to allow, again, you know, showings to take place, vendors to come through, inspectors, appraisers, all that good stuff. But we'll do our best to, of course, you know, make sure that we're keeping you safe and we can require masks, gloves, hand sanitizer, booties, um, all of that good stuff. But, you know, that's just the part of selling a home. There you go. I like the booties. Uh, the booties. Are, the booties are fun. We had to do that in one. Night. It wasn't. It wasn't COVID. It was just someone who had put a lot of money into renovating their home. One that we toured um, with you guys, Angie. I think uh, with, with Vicky was along with me that day when we were touring homes, and uh, she was like, "This person put a ton of money into upgrading their home, brand new floors, and everything." So they requested if we wear booties when we come in. So right, right. I was exactly. like, "Fine by me." I was like, "I'll go sliding around on the hardwoods with some booties on." I'm sure Too they didn't, funny. didn't want yeah, me doing well, that. I mean, <laughs> you know, I I don't blame sellers. I mean, a lot of sellers, they, you know, go and they spend the money putting brand new carpet or get the hardwoods refinished. Sure. And, you know, you have people that come through and, you know, just not aware that, hey, there's mud on their shoes or, right. you know, yeah. there's a rock stuck in their shoes and it messes up the new hardwood. So I don't blame them for You want it to feel new for that. as long as possible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I kind uh, of view yeah. it like that, like a pair of shoes, though. You know, people could buy shoes. I, I had a friend one time who... Uh, who he really liked shoes a lot, and he came to uh, my house to help me move uh, move an oven. Um, and uh, it was so funny because it was it was raining outside, and he pulled up, and um, you know his he had these like you know really bright white Jordans or these really bright white shoes. And, um, and he was this, and he's just like this big burly guy, you know, and he was so dainty. He was like, Oh, I don't want to get my shoes dirty. And so <laughs> he put trash bags over his shoes yeah. to help like move the, and it was so funny. Cause my wife was looking at him like, come on, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Just yep. put, pick up the oven and throw it in here. But he was just, you know, he, he loves his little white shoes. I'm shoes. like, every right? time I've tried to take care of a pair of white shoes is they get dirty two days oh, later yeah. and it's like, all right, well, what's the point now? You know? Right. So. I love it. I love that. I mean, people take pride in their shoes. That's nothing that's wrong true. with that. That's true. Yeah. You know, that's fine. We all have our thing. That's true. That's very true. Um, yeah, and I think that that was his thing for sure. Was He loved his shoes. That's that's. It was just fun to pick on him on, on those kinds of things. But same Love thing it. with the house. You know, you like to take care of those upgrades when you make them and that kind of thing. So makes a lot of sense. Uh, so great question, Angel. You know, one way that you can uh, socially distance the process is to find out the value of your home. Angie, you guys have made that first step of the process at least pretty easy for home sellers. You want to tell us a little bit about what m most people usually do to get the process started? 
Yeah, most definitely. You know, um, I mean, the best way to, you know, 100% get it started is let's schedule a listing presentation because from there, you know, we'll do a walkthrough, we'll sit down, we'll go through our marketing plan, tell you about our team setup, just how the process will work. And then we'll go through detailed comparables and then that proceeds sheet with you. But, you know, a lot of sellers, they just want to get an idea of what their home is worth in today's market kind of initially before they actually schedule that presentation. And we can help you with that as well. So if you are thinking about selling, your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, you can text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000. So you can just do that on your smartphone. We will send you back a text with a link, which takes you to a branded website. From there, just click the tab, you know, what is my home worth? Uh, make sure that you do take that one more step, though, and input your address. Uh, we do need your address whenever we ask for it, because we need that to give you an idea of what your home is worth. So once again, if you are thinking about selling your home and you want to get an idea of what your home is worth in today's market, just text the word SAVVY, that is S-A-V-V-Y, to the phone number 21000. You've been listening to the Savvy Realtor Podcast. I'm Walter Storholt alongside Angie Cole. She's the owner and broker in charge of A. Cole Realty here in the Triangle. And if you have questions for Angie, we invite you to go online to acolerealty.com. Listen to past podcast episodes on the website, read the blog and all the great information, including the option to find a home right there on the website. That's acolerealty.com. And you can also call Angie with your questions, 919-578-3128. Did you know that Angie Cole also has a radio show? Tune into the Savvy Realtor, Saturdays at noon on 106.1 FM WTKK.